back to the Calorie Deficit University podcast. My name is Alexis. I am the host of the show, the creator of the show. Um, We are so happy that you have found our podcast. If you are a new listener and you're just now tuning in for the first time, welcome, welcome to the Calorie Deficit community. Um, Open arms, big hug, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you found us. This podcast is all about sustainable fat loss um, and health and wellness sprinkled in a little bit there. Um, So I hope that you enjoy today's podcast. If you want more content from us, we are on Instagram at calorie deficit underscore as well as YouTube, um, the calorie deficit university. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about what to do when the scale won't move. Um, This is something that can be really, really defeating um, when you feel like you're trying so hard to lose fat or maybe like to gain muscle, to gain weight if you need to do that. Um, It can be really, really discouraging when you don't see the scale move um, because it is a unit of measurement that is commonly associated with fat loss um, and it's not necessarily uh, a determiner of fat loss. So if you haven't already, go check out our other episode that we posted um, about why the scale sometimes doesn't matter. Um, It's one of our previous episodes. If you just scroll down a little bit in that episode, we talk about um, other factors to take into account when you're trying to lose fat, um, the difference between fat and weight and why that's important. Um, But sometimes the scale is not it. It's not everything when it comes to fat loss. Um, It's also not everything when it comes to um, gaining fat if you need to gain fat or gain muscle, um, which is ultimately hopefully going to make the scale go up, but not necessarily. So what do you do when the scale won't move? Okay, there are a few things. The first thing is to ask yourself, how long has it been? How long have I been doing this whole thing of trying to lose fat? Um, What I find is people want to see immediate results. And usually what that means is after two weeks. After two weeks, if they haven't seen the scale move five pounds, they're freaking out. Um, And they're like, all this effort I'm doing is worthless. You're a horrible coach. You're fired. This is too hard. Blah, 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 blah. Excuses, excuses, excuses. True, consistent fat loss is seen over time, okay? You're not going to lose five pounds of fat in two weeks. It's just not possible. It's not going to happen. Um, What you're going to see in the first couple weeks of a diet um, is water loss, like bloat loss, inflammation loss, um, poop loss, those first couple pounds aren't going to be fat. It's going to be your body trying to adjust to the, the ugh, la, 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 trying to adjust to the changes that you're making. Um, after the first week or so, a uh, couple weeks, you're going to see true fat loss and the scale starting to trend down. But what if you aren't seeing that happen? Well, what if the scale? It's been 90 days, Alexis. You know, I've been doing what you told me to do for 90 days and I'm not seeing any changes. I've stayed the exact same or actually I've gained weight and I, I, my measurements have stayed the same. I look the same when I look in the mirror, nothing is changing at all. Um, 
then that leads me to number two, which is you need to be honest with yourself. Um, you're an adult. You need to look at yourself through the eyes of truth and reality um, and be honest. Because if you're truly in a calorie deficit for 90 days, you are going to see results. Um, and if you're not, then you're not. That's just the truth. Unless you are some extreme, 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 extreme outlier. Um, which if you are, you're probably already seeing a doctor for that. So you need to be honest with yourself. And being honest with yourself is really, really difficult. It is. It, it, it probably, truly, to see real results, for myself included, it takes people more than 90 days. Because the first 30 days are spent figuring it all out. You know, it's hard to get more sleep and change your sleep schedule. It's hard to get more exercise and get moving more and change that schedule. It's hard to focus on drinking water and drinking less coffee. It's hard to start these big changes. So that takes up your first 30 days. You're trying to figure out what foods do I like? Maybe I love broccoli, but I hate asparagus. Or maybe I really like rice and I really, you know, don't like quinoa. You're, you're figuring out all these different things that you've never done before. Um, so the first 30 days are spent with all this trial and error, trying to figure out what's best for you. And then the next 30 days, so we're heading into 60 days, are figuring out how to sustain that and create, make those, you know, in lane, uh, habitual occurrences, habits that are happening, um, without an extreme amount of effort. Um, and so you're already 60 days in, you're not really maybe focusing on your calorie counting or you, cause you didn't really even know what foods you want liked besides, you know, fries and burgers. So then really truthfully, you're heading into the 90 days. You've only been at it for about 30 days. And within that 30 days, you've had, you know, three date nights, two birthdays, five weddings like it takes a long time to figure out your mojo to figure out your jam um, and so being consistent looking at this as a it is not even a marathon because the marathon ends this is not going to end this is supposed to be sustainable because whatever you do to get to the weight that you want to be or lose the fat that you want to lose you're going to have to sustain that for the rest of your your life and do those skills and those habits and use those same tools or you're just going to gain it right back. This is this is a forever change. This is not a crash diet where all right, I lose I lost 10 pounds in, you know, 3 months and that's great and then you spend the next couple months gaining it back because you're just reversing all of the habits that you did because you didn't actually like those habits that you instilled. So it's hard. You have to change what you're doing. You are the way that you are because of what you've been doing. The only way that you're going to change is if you do different things. And change is hard. And being healthy, living out a healthy life uh, when you haven't previously been doing that, it's hard. Um, it's hard for no matter what period of time you do it. it it's hard. Um, and everybody's different. Everybody has likes and dislikes. Everybody, you know, some people sweet, uh, crave salty or savory. Some people crave sweet. Some people uh, have a really difficult time with changing their food habits. And some people, it doesn't really matter. And it, as long as they're just eating, that that's good enough for them. Um, everybody has their own story, their own journey, their own period of time, their own bodily response to the behavioral change that they're instilling. 
and that's just the way it is. That's why there's no singular answer um, to sustainable, healthy fat loss. Um, there's lots of different tools to be able to achieve uh, the simplistic aspect of being in a calorie deficit for fat loss. So you've addressed that it hasn't been that long. You've addressed your honesty with yourself. You've checked in. You realize that, okay, maybe I haven't been as dialed in as I think, or I haven't been going to the gym as much as I thought, or, you know, I've actually had way more outings than, you know, I realized. So what, what do I do now? It's time to dial in the food. Okay. Um, fat loss is primarily nutrition based, um, because you get fat from eating too much. Um, so within that, you need to dial in your tracking. You need to wake up, measure your food, journal what you're eating, plan out your meals, look at your liquid calories, look at how much, you know, you're having these planned calorically dense times um, of like going out on a date or going to a birthday or a wedding where things are going to be a little bit more loose, um, a little bit out of what you are in control of. Um, you need to look at the, the micro, right? The micro is what adds up to undoing all of what, what is so difficult. So we're looking at oils, creamers, butters, um, nuts, the little snacks that you have here and there, uh, some of the food items that you haven't paid attention to the labels yet. Um, you know, the, the items that you're pouring, maybe like you're pouring too much cheese in or pouring too much, um, egg whites in, or, you know, you're, you're not counting in that late night snack, or you're forgetting to measure out your yogurt. You're forgetting to measure out your ice cream. You're forgetting to measure out the toppings that you put on the ice cream, the toppings that you put on your oatmeal, all those little micro things add up to be a significant amount. Um, or maybe you're not getting in enough protein, so you're starving and then you're eating everything in sight after your workout because you're just so ravenously hungry because your body has no sustenance, no protein, nothing to slowly digest and build muscle over time. You need to dial in the food. You need to get serious about what you're eating, paying attention to what you're eating, the labels, the measurements. It's time to dial in. All right, the fourth thing is that you need to get your overall movement up. So that's things like steady state cardio. So getting in walking steps is a great way to get your overall movement up, standing, going outside more, maybe walking your dogs, playing with your children. If your children are going outside, you go outside. Even if you have to work outside, work outside with your children, be up, be moving, uh, stop sitting on the couch for two hours. If you like TV, watch your TV while you do a little walk. If you like listening to music, dance. If you um, you know, like to ride your bike, ride your bike. If you like to hike, hike. If you hate all forms of movement, then just do a little bit at a time. Put your water across the room, take a sip, leave it across the room and go sit back down at your desk. Do something, drink more water, get up to pee, move a little bit more, take out the trash, uh, more often go, you know, walk your husband to their car, walk your girlfriend to their car and then walk home. Um, do park your car a little bit farther. Uh, don't park right in front of the Walmart part at the back of the Walmart. Take a little bit longer of a walk. 
do the micro. The micro adds up to being the macro. The more movement that you have, the more calories that you're gonna burn as a total, the more your body is gonna send all these signals saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we need to burn all this stored fat that we have because we are all of a sudden moving more. All right, people, we are moving, we are moving. It's time to burn calories. Get your overall movement up. It's like taking your baseline, you know, if your baseline is sitting on the couch all day, that is what your body's used to. So it's going to say, oh, we don't need to do much. We don't need to burn much. Woohoo! We're just going to sit around and you're moving the baseline up and you're raising it up and you're making, okay, the new baseline is we walk 10,000 steps a day and we get up every hour on the hour. Holy moly, we need to burn a lot more in order to survive this, in order to make this energy or sorry, in order to make this new movement feasible for our body. Your body's going to say, whoop a doo all right, get that fat, get that fat that we've stored. We need to use it. We need to, we need it. All right, it's got to go because we need it to get these 10,000 steps in today. All right, you're going to become, um, you're going to raise your thermogenic effect over your whole entire body if you get your movement up. Because you don't have to work out to lose weight. Don't have to work out to lose fat. All that it does is help. All that it does is speed up the process. That's it. All right. The fifth thing is be patient. <laughs> you didn't one day just wake up and be like, holy moly, I gained 10 pounds. No, you didn't wake up one day and say, wow, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I should change that. No, it slowly progressed over time. You gained weight over time. New habits happen over, over time. Michael Phelps didn't come out of the womb an Olympic athlete a record-breaking Olympic athlete at that. No, it took him years to get to where he was. It takes time for things to change. It takes time to lose weight. It takes time to lose fat. It takes time to gain muscle. Be patient. Slow down. Realize that everything isn't instantly gratifying. Things take time. You can do it it does take that rem- constant reminder and understanding that it is going to take more time than I initially want it to. But over time, it becomes the new normal. It becomes your new sustainable. It becomes your new way of life. It becomes easier and easier and easier as you practice it and go along. It's all about understanding that it's not, not everything in life is going to be instantly gratifying. Honestly, all of the really, really, really valuable and joyous and richly like enriching and and gratifying those all of those really, really good things in life take time. They're not going to happen in an instant. It's not all instantly gratifying. Think about things that are instantly gratifying and none of them really bring the deep satisfaction that you crave out of life. That's just the truth. And finally... Number six, <laughs> it just get back to the basics. Um, a lot of time, people try and overcomplicate everything in life. They try and overcomplicate um, fat loss, muscle gain. Say, all right, gotta go in the gym and confuse all your muscles so that you can fight adaptation and get stronger quicker. No, it takes time. Get back to the basics. Quit overcomplicating what you're doing. If you can do keto, if you can do keto for six months, then you can do truly any form of caloric deficit out there. You you can do it. It's 
if you can do the complicated fit teas and, and shakes and all those things, then you can do eating in a calorie deficit. Seriously, get back to the basics. Don't overcomplicate it. It's quite simple. Just eat less than what you need to sustain what you're doing. Eat in a calorie deficit and be consistent with that for a long period of time and you will lose fat. That's just how it is. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't think that you need this keto butter coffee and you need these ketones and I need this special BCAA and I need this, my special energy drink and I need all this, 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 and this, this. No, you don't. Just keep it simple. Protein, veggies, fruit, walking, water, sleep, exercise, strength training three times a week simple. Keep it simple. It's quite easy. So to recap, what do I do when the scale doesn't move? It's not moving. The scale isn't moving. Help, help. It's going to be okay. It's going to take way more time than you ever imagined it would, than you ever wanted it to. Just breathe, get back to the basics, be honest with yourself and it will happen if you're consistent. All right. It's, it can, it will, you're not broken. You're most likely not an extreme outlier. Just be patient with yourself. It will happen. I promise. And if you need more help and this podcast wasn't enough, message me, reach out to me. I will help you. I'll give you a free consultation. I will encourage you. I'll answer any questions that you have. I'll point you to the resources that are out there, the endless resources. Okay. If you enjoyed this podcast episode today, please make sure to give us a review. Even if you don't type anything, just click the little stars, anything and everything helps. Um, we're so thankful and appreciative of everybody that tunes in um, and listens. I'm just always constantly blown away by all the kindness and the goodness that is out there in this world. Um, if you want more free content and you want more than just an episode every Friday, we are on Instagram at calorie deficit underscore as well as on YouTube um, at the calorie deficit university. Um, next week's episode. Bum, bum. Let's see what it's going to be. Um, ooh, ooh, this is a really good one. This is like probably going to be awesome. Like one of my favorite episodes, um, is what to do in order to survive a holiday while trying to lose weight, while trying to lose fat, all the tips and tricks, all the things I'm going to include all the goodness, all the magic of how to survive a holiday. Enjoy your holiday while trying to still lose fat. All right. It is possible. You can do it. There's lots of different methods. There's lots of different options. Everybody's different and I'll teach you how. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. New episodes every Friday. Please follow us. We're on Spotify um, and Apple Podcasts as well as Buzzsprout um, if you like that. Have a fantastic weekend. If you're going out, if you have big plans, which I hope you do, don't binge, 
just enjoy whatever is placed in front of you count it if you're wanting to count it in if you're not wanting to count it in just enjoy eat until you feel satiated and then move on don't starve yourself the next day get right back on track eat your fruit eat your veggies eat your high protein stay anabolic stay swole you got this have a fantastic weekend i know i'm going to thanks for listening bye bye